You're always Julian on the brown notes and Anthony Albanese in Labour. What the hell are you doing? There is an enormous importance, perhaps more than ever, of having a Labour government at the moment and the notion that the Liberal government, were they to return like the Republicans in America, are so corrupt and evil and horrific to our economy and the distortive impacts of their economic policies and their cronyism that is so dangerous to actually have another Liberal government for a very long time. And I complained over and over in the lead up to the election until all of the scandals started hitting that Anthony Albanese was a terrible campaigner, but a really good man. Unfortunately, that terrible campaigning seems to have shown up in his focus in government. And believe me, when Channel 7, 9 and 10, 2GB and the Murdoch Press all want the Liberals in power, even if they don't want them in power just yet because they're so bad even they don't want them in power. What they do want is the weakest possible Liberal Party. So you can't enact any meaningful change to redistribute this distortive pattern of giving more and more to the people that already have a lot in this country and making it less affordable to live. So why are you focusing on these hugely divisive issues that don't need to happen in your first term in office? The voice, which you could have easily done so much better by defining it to the public of Australia. There's still so many people that don't even understand what it's for, but you're focusing on that, focusing on fighting the Greens. And lately, the housing crisis, you're saying that if um, you can't get your policy of getting, I think, 50,000 new homes put through Parliament, that you're going to call an election. What the hell is going on there? Don't threaten an election now. It will not look good for Labour to have an election in the middle of a cost of living crisis, which even though it isn't your fault, it's the fault of the neoliberal economic paradigm Australia's been under for the last 30 years, particularly under the Liberals of John Howard, which has led to the, the, the disaster economically that many of us are living today. You're going to get the blame. Undoubtedly, you'll get the blame. All of the interest rate rises were deliberately kept until you got in power. And I said there were two reasons. One was to use a big stick to stop Labour doing any economic reform because they'll be saying everyone's doing it so tough. And the other was to ensure that things like franking credits and negative gearing don't get removed because they'll say those people are already suffering so much from high interest rate rises. Why don't you at least be honest with the public? Because the public will be on your side. The public are on your side on a lot of these issues. Be honest. Make cases to the public. Tell them the housing crisis in Australia isn't about immigration. It isn't about a lack of housing. It's the fact that houses became so expensive. That is the cost of living crisis. That is the housing crisis. These were a result of John Howard's tenure in office, of tax cuts that benefited people with a lot already, of franking credits of superannuation giveaways, of negative gearing, 25% of rental properties being owned by 1% of Australians. Make these cases to the public. Because we believe you. We know most of this is happening. The paradigm in Australia has been, for the last 30 years, or at least since John Howard, banks at the top and then people that have investment properties. And just about everything has gone for them. 
when house prices go up, the public don't actually benefit the way they think they do. The majority of people that buy houses just incur a much bigger debt. It's okay if you've, your own house has increased in value and given you buying power to buy up loads of investment properties that other people can't even get a leg in. Then you're helped by the fact you have renters paying off your mortgages. But in general, it's the banks and the increase in the national mortgage debt that goes to the banks. So they're top of the tree. Next in the tree are people with multiple investment properties. Not one home they live in, but multiple ones where other people pay their mortgages. So when these interest rate hikes go through, they pass it on to renters. We've had the biggest rent hike this year, I believe since 1988. So the people with multiple investment properties, they're not being hurt by these increases to their mortgages as much as they say they are, they're passing as much of it on to renters as they possibly can. No, it's the majority of the country, which are people that own one home they live in, and renters, who are being screwed by this. Make this case to the public. Don't threaten elections. The voice is an entirely honourable thing, but you've screwed the handling of it so badly, I've done many pieces on this, that you should cancel it. Even if it gets over the line, it's going to bolster the support of the right who are created in this country. Dutton is so unelectable, but you're giving him this sheen of, you know, of fighting for the people over the voice. If you couldn't make the case for the voice in the first five minutes, you shouldn't be doing it now, what, a year into the process when you still can't define it or even when it's happening? Ask the average person on the street what it means. Ask the average person. And disinformation is, is dominating the discourse. All these things will happen. None of them will happen. But the right-wing news media is certainly making hay out of it. We voted for a Labour government. We were ready for a Labour government. Be a Labour government. Focus on Labour values, economic values. Don't become more like the Liberals. I've said over and over, why when Labour get elected do they suddenly feel like they have to become like the Liberals? But when the Liberals get elected, they are exactly themselves. They never bend towards Labour in any direction. They pretend to be a bit like Labour in the run-up to an election, but once they get in, they're 100% the Liberal Party. The Labour Party is 100% the Labour Party until they get in, and then they're apparently 50% the Liberal Party. You're focusing on a lot of things that are bringing unwanted attention to you. And I've said last week, do not sack Anthony Albanese under any circumstances, because we're back in that paradigm of ditching a leader every two years and completely neutering the government. We need Labour in power for several election cycles to try and right the ship that is the unfairness that has happened to this country. We've seen one of the biggest societal paradigm changes in Australian history and the same in the UK and the same in a lot of other places, which is you work your whole life under the notion that your lifetime's endeavours will be in a house that you own and you'll keep that wealth. We've seen that shift completely and be eroded by the egregious Thatcherite neoliberalism of John Howard to the point where if you weren't on that housing bandwagon before John Howard, there is 
little hope for you now to ever get on it. So you'll spend the rest of your life giving all of your money to someone else's children. Labour make these cases. Stop Stop fighting these stupid battles that are just giving the media a chance to kick you around. Remember the entirety of our mainstream media outside of SBS and ABC is incredibly right-wing and they love all of this stuff. So do your job. Be a Labour government. I voted for a Labour government. This country needs a Labour government. I don't know what you're being. 